This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Hotel Collection. Bring luxury hotel scenting home. Save 35% off with code MMA35. Life Fitness. Work out in comfort and train whenever. Save 10% off your order with code MMA10. Renew Therapy. Earn your health benefits daily with a cold plunge. Save $200 off with code MMA200. Defense soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 607. 607! My name's Ingo Weigel. Matt Griffith, MMA Show. By MMA fans, for MMA fans, walk the line between serious and ridiculous. What's happening? Hmm. Thinking. What is happening? Um, not much. <laughs> not much is going on. I've started golfing a little, so I'll say that it's, it's been quite brutal. But I enjoy it. It's nice to be outside. As long as yeah, I, don't care, I don't care about the golfing part, then I'm then I'm having fun. Yeah, I don't. I don't take it too serious. I don't think any of us, none of us, in our circle of friends, take it too serious. No. Just kind of like, hey, we're out there whacking some balls. Maybe a baseball bat comes out. Some mm-hmm. balls get smacked. You know. Yeah, well, it's it's hard to be consistent in that sport unless you play all the time. You have to swing a club every day, pretty much, to be consistent at golf. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> so. That's that's a lot of work mm-hmm. to do daily, let alone once a week, once a month, twice a season, yeah. whatever. I hear yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about them Blackhawks? They're in second to last place right now. Oh, yeah. The They're almost there. Like, you just got to... Continue to lose, lose out. They only have three games left. They're playing tonight. Unfortunately, it was tied 1-1. Like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing? Just fucking, there's no incentive to win. Just lose. Right. Well, pride. I guess. I mean, you don't want to, I think as a coach, too, you don't want to instill losing is a good thing to your players yeah so i think that's why the gms has tried to just absolutely destroy the team by trading away everyone that's good and then at this time of year um, push everyone down to the ahl like the minor league team as much as they can plus they wanted Mm -hmm. that team to like try to run deep into their playoffs so that those guys can get a little playoff experience and then hopefully start the rebuilding next year more. Like, let's try winning again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be helpful. Maybe get some better announcers. Because I, I feel like they are so minor league right now with the way everything's going. Uh, just, I don't know. Ever since the Pat Foley, who was their main announcer, retired, he was fucking calling games back when I was watching, like, in the early 90s. And he they pretty much forced him to retire last year which sucked because him and eddie Olchek seemed just like the best tandem like if you have a good tandem even when your team sucks it's still fun to watch the broadcast because then sometimes they're just bullshitting and telling cool hockey stories or whatnot and i mean that mm-hmm. just i think it translates to any sports if you got a good crew and i think in football it's what like tony romo and whoever he's calling games with is it Jim Nance? I don't Maybe. know. Yeah. But you there's like have, certain the crew. Yep. Yeah. There's certain guys like I, I 
It's like, I don't even care about this sport that much, but you guys are just so good and there's a good chemistry. I'm like, that's fucking great. It's almost like you're listening to a podcast, like a good podcast, but there's also a sport being played in the background of it. Mm -hmm. Just fucking hanging out with your buddies, you know, drinking or not, just watching the game. Watching the game. Uh Yeah, it's like fight companion, right? Pretty much, yeah. So speaking of the fight camp, companions... Would we have this week on a little UFC 287? Yes, sir. Uh, what fight do you want to talk about first? The headliner? Uh, well, first I want to show you the picture of the cage side. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> the Motley crew of Mike Tyson, Kid Rock, Donald Trump, and Dana White. Fucking hell, man. That's, that is Motley crew. I don't know what else that is. Yeah, it's it funny you brought that up because I had this one. Here he is with the the rap god, Mr. Macadamics. Look at how orange Mr. Trump's looking. Oh, he's so orange. He looks like he's had some work because he his face like actually looks like he's getting younger. Because you know, typically a guy becomes president and then it ages him 30 years or whatever, some obscene mm-hmm. amount. Donald looked like he got younger. <laughs> but again, who's doing what as the president? I don't know. Some people feel stressed, some people don't. But like Bill Clinton, blowjobs in the mm-hmm. White House. That's what you need. Blowjobs all around. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I can get behind this. <laughs> Just rip out my dick. Just hey, in case. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> it's okay. Just play with it a little bit. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary. Just hit yourself in the face. <laughs> Good God. That guy was a major pervert. Yeah. But he um, played the saxophone. So. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Yeah, I guess we just start with the main event and kind of work back. So, yeah, Alex Pahea versus Israel Adesanya. But actually, this is what the fourth time they fought. Time. So, yes. Yeah. And now they're even, so they have to have a rematch, no? Even in MMA, not in kickboxing. Yeah. Yeah. So the the couple of things that I want this fight was interesting. The way it looked is that um, Pahea was markedly bigger and ha- seemed like he had a lot more power and was just mm-hmm. kind of walking uh, Stylebender down like a lot. And st- you know they kept talking about his menacing you know presence in the cage. Pahea like he stands very tall, and to me seemed like he was pretty much winning the fight up until yeah. Shit- fan you know near the end of the second round where he caught a couple of nice right hands from izzy right and yeah i think he thought he had him stunned for for a second and went mm-hmm. in for the kill he did and, but and, yeah like izzy was firing back while kind of in that like yep. pocket up against the cage and in that haze like he's one of those guys that can fire back when he's hurt yeah and he, extremely fast and accurate so, you know, and I was pretty impressed that kind of I, I thought he was going to on his way to losing that fight. Uh, yeah, because I think those leg kicks were working again because I th- yeah. thought he even like buckled Adesanya with one of those kicks. He did. Yeah. But yeah, that KO just seemed like to come out of nowhere, like he cracked him once and then he cracked him again down and then a hammer fist. And then like I don't know, I the older I get, the more I like a little bit of sportsmanship in MMA. So I don't like the pettiness of, boy, I just knocked you out. Now I'm going to shoot like three bow and arrows into you. Then I'm going to go across the cage and find where your son is. 
and then pretend like I get knocked out like you did to me back when I was in kickboxing. I'm like, why, why would you torment a little child? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Bad. And then, like, being proud about it. Yeah, I sought that motherfucker out, showed him his dad just got knocked out. I'm like, you... <laughs> that creates like generational anger and this is like yeah because someone like posted Rocky this or whatever yeah someone posted this i'll post this up of like you know alex pajeda's kid gonna grow up to be this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking uh yeah go Incredi- home buddy i work alone guy. yeah and then he becomes yeah. syndrome like a super bad guy so it's like what you're talking about are we allowed to show a tweet that was edited, like with a little like Mortal Kombat action? Mixed just, in just show it, and then I'll figure out if I need to okay, take I it out. Because at least I'll enjoy it. And then, sorry, fans, because some of these companies will copyright fucking everything. So, so this is a pretty cool edit. Like, if you, I'll, I'll see if I can put the sound effect. I think this is okay. <laughs> I'll take a shot with this. Hold on. Let me let me do the uh, sound effects here. I okay. Like share sound. Um. Hopefully that's not too loud. Here we go. You'll be out. Oh shit. Finish <laughs> pretty pretty that cool, nice. huh? Yeah. See in that aspect, I can appreciate like the the celebration. Because it's a video game style. It's like you play a video game. In yeah. real life, I don't like that shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think, like, what's next for these guys? I, I feel like, don't you have to run this again? Well, maybe, I mean, shit? Uh, Robert Whitaker is in the mix, right? As potentially. Third fight? Yeah. Um... I was reading online that the Grisius Duplessis is a guy that um, would be potentially like an up and coming guy that might be work. Um, he's number six and he's undefeated in the UFC. Um, so maybe that's a guy. There's a few few guys down on the ranks because it's like everybody else has already fought or is tied up. And um, yeah, and I think Dana's trying to push Alex to 205. That makes sense for some I mean, reason. Freaking huge, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I could see him moving up because I don't want to see him fight Adesanya again. It's just well, like- I, I just want to have them settle it because I, I have a problem with it was one one. And I mean, both the fights are like the first fight, I thought Adesanya was winning more, and then fucking Pajeda comes back and wins. And then this fight, Pajeda's just fucking winning a whole fight, and then Adesanya KOs him kind of out of nowhere. But I, I normally hate immediate rematches, but I think you got to do this one. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like Dana likes Adesanya so much, they're not going to make the three. And just like, well, the right guy won now, so fuck it. You go to 205. And and I think even Adesanya was saying, like, he's going to work his way back up. I'm like, well, why the fuck, when you've been the champion for a couple of years or whatever it is, do you get that privilege of the immediate rematch? And then the person that just won always gets fucked. Cause the same thing happened to like Juliana Pena. Yeah. Right. And they fucking immediate rematched her against uh, Nunez. And then she took it back. Same thing happened here. Mike, I, I hate 
the immediate rematch because it doesn't it's not a fair chance for the person that won because let the other guy build up a couple of fights yeah. work your way back what the fuck immediate rematch all the time <laughs> it's like every time yeah crazy so. so I guess we'll just wait and see what happens. But I, my preference is just make it a third time so you can have a clear cut who's better. Because right now, it's still Pajeda in my book because he's still three to one. Okay. But I, I would also, I got to give props to Adesanya because I thought mentally that guy fucking owned him. I thought he was in his head. Because if you've lost three times to someone, so I'll give him credit for coming back. Mm-hmm. But just classless, classless in your celebration. Savage doesn't care. He wants. Yeah, to I mean, play. I could. Be, I guess I could be okay with the arrow shots, but not like let me find your son and fucking taunt him. Taunt him, yeah. Like the kid taunted you because the kid doesn't know any fucking better. Right. Anyway, men taunting children. There's something wrong about that. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> There was a lot of things I was going to say right there. I just <laughs> chop it in. Moving something, on. Something Dalai Lama, something, something. Yes. Moving right along. Jorge Masvidal, Gilbert Burns. Oh, man. Sad story. Or he just didn't look like himself. I don't know. Yeah, he looked a step slow out there. And uh-huh. I thought I thought he won the first round, but it was very, like, slow-paced and kind of an awkward fight. And then round two, like, Burns gets the takedown, pretty much does fucking fuck all with it. Yeah. And then Masvidal looks gassed by the end of round two. And then round three is just all Burns, but decision win for Burns. And then afterwards, he's claiming, oh, Masvidal was greasing. Like, here we go again. Why do you got to degrade the guy? Because obviously he retires, and we could talk about that and mm-hmm. what that means. But why why can't you just let the guy go out on the fight with a retirement versus like slandering him salty salty vagina you won the fight that's what right? i mean salty jesus <laughs> christ these guys are so thin-skinned they are yeah Fuck. oh before i forget yeah. burns um you know that there was a new glove being uh used in the in this uh for the first time that's supposed to prevent eye pokes Burns actually um, has a little video out where it, he explains about the new glove. That yeah. um, did you see this? I love it because people don't see, but it's not. It kind of make your your fingers go down, so less eye poke. I like it. See, my hands are relaxed. It goes here. It doesn't stay here. Way better for no no eye poke. I like I like this new glove. Yeah, it's weird because one of the reporters asked the UFC if they brought new gloves out for this event and the UFC said no, but they secretly unveiled them sometime earlier this year is mm. what happened. Cause you can clearly see back in the day, yeah. like their hands relax. It was forcing them out. So we'll see. I mean, there'll be, I, I, someone will have to measure it because I know when Bellator did that with the curved glove, Way less eye pokes, way less. And I, I don't recall. Well, someone's gonna have to run the stats and see like how often are we getting eye pokes now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's always a good thing because I think even Gilbert was saying that didn't affect shit 
from like a grappling standpoint because i guess that's a concern too like are you going to be able to get everything in the way you were before mm -hmm. no issues except for greasing <laughs> be hard to put the grease there maybe you got a little dispenser on there yeah <laughs> shoot it out yep and then Masvidal retiring. Oh shit! You're just fucking <laughs> shocking people over there. <laughs> yes, he retired. I mean, I didn't realize he has like 70 fights professionally in all the various martial arts he did, which is like insane. Yeah, because so. he was he was doing like that backyard brawling or bare knuckle like street fighting shit with uh, Kimbo Slice back in the day. He was. I'm like holy fuck and he was fighting dudes like way bigger than him mm -hmm. and then he was doing strike force and all sorts of other shit i don't know i always liked him because and then i just hated this fight too because burns was having success on the feet so why why go to the ground there was no need especially as the fight went on i didn't think like you needed to keep grinding him out when you've already gassed him out. Just fucking stand and bang it out. You're doing well, especially mm -hmm. in the third round. He was fucking teeing off. And I think Masvidal even said win or lose, he was going to retire regardless. So I think that's something to keep an eye on going forward. Because once that thought gets into someone's head, I don't think they typically win that no. fight. They come in because they're, they're already checked out in their head. Like win mm -hmm. or lose, I'm out. So again, like how hard is he training? I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. You kind of just hope, you know, for the best, I guess, as far as if he's going to take a fight, he does well. But I mean, money-wise, I don't know. Does it make sense sometimes to take a fight even if you're not training? Maybe it does. Well, Nick Diaz had to do that one versus Robbie Lawler again and just take his medicine because he needed the fucking money, mm -hmm. which sucks. So yeah, some of these guys will and some won't, but um, it's just too bad. It's like, I feel like there were better fights for him out there, but he just kind of got fucked with a bunch of wrestlers here at the end. Yeah. Just kind of grapple fucking him where if he would have just been, and then you didn't get to see the Leon Edwards fight that that's never going to fucking happen. Like, unfortunately, but even if he, he squeaked by Burns, how the fuck is he going to beat Edwards then? He won't. Like, yeah, you know? no, no chance. Yeah. So it's like he just, he had his moment, made his multi-millions of dollars, and then rides off into the sun. So good for him. Yeah. Yep. That uh, flying knee, right? You should like, did he, did he made like a little Dan Henderson-like logo of the flying yep. knee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super necessary <laughs> everything's super necessary you know what's yeah. necessary what's that we might have to talk about some sponsors if you're unless you're you're still going on the ufc i, I just want kevin holland with a nice uh face plant ko of ponzinobio yes but that's forgot all about that forgot about that one get right into uh sponsor sponsors we have the manscaped that's right. Brought to you by Manscaped. And what a perfect time considering April is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month to help raise awareness and to fundraise for a great cause. 
The leaders in Below the Waist Grooming partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to remind you to check your golden nuggets this month for anything not so golden. And while you're down there, shave your balls while you save your balls. (laughs) Support a good cause and go to manscaped.com and use code MMANUTS20 to get yourself 20% 20 off plus the free shippings. That's right. So since April is National Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, I want to take a second to talk about men's health issues that are important to me. Did you know one guy every hour, every day is diagnosed with testicular cancer? So this is a reminder to all the men listening to check yourselves. If you feel something not all right, you better go to that doctor and make the doctor play with your nuts and make sure they're shaved because I'm sure the doctor can appreciate shaved balls. Everyone appreciates shaved balls. So check yourselves. And get 20% off and free shipping with code MMANOTES20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code MMANOTES20 at manscaped.com. Make sure to spread the news and tell your buddies to check themselves before they rickety wreck themselves. That's right. Secular Awareness Month. Start spreading the news. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) What is happening? I don't know. Hey, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Remember the days when you're always ready to go? Yeah. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Does it work? Don't think you need it. Try it free for a month and see. You are going to love it. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life, guys. That's right. It tastes delicious, too. I had one this morning. Delicious. <laughs> okay. It was like right before breakfast. Popping right? them like candy. Yeah, like- right. it tastes like candy. They're really good. And they are efficient. So Blue Chew was to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free. When you use our promo code MMANUTS at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code MMANUTS. To receive your first month free, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you, Blue Chew. We also have Fume. Old turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or (laughs) friend, but we're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. That's right. Fume is an innovative award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of a launch, here we go. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume Uh, uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. Mm -hmm. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's a lot of S's. And there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code MMA notes to save yourself 10% off when you get the journey pack today. 
That's tryfum.com and use code MMANUTS to save an additional 10% off your order today. Word. <laughs> Back to the show. Yeah. Uh, they released salaries from Game Bread Boxing 4. Uh, uh, yeah. Rattle off some of these. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. Because when we first announced this, I'm like, eh, they probably paid each person like a name, probably like a hundred thousand. I was sorely mistaken. <laughs> Fuck Roy Jones Jr., 700,000. Mm-hmm. Anthony Pettis, 650,000. Vitor Belfort, 400,000. Ronaldo Jacare Souza, 200,000. Jose Aldo, 425,000. Jeremy Stevens, 200,000. Pro Gonzalez, 50,000. And then the shocker, Joe Riggs, 10,000. How the fuck does Joe Riggs get 10,000 and Pearl Gonzalez gets 50? I know she was the kind of like the main woman fighter, but Joe Riggs with 10? Come on, man. You guys a legend in the sport. But how the fuck is he getting the money to pay these fighters that much money? Like, where, where the fuck is who's funding this shit? Saudi oil money. That's what's happening. I don't know, man. Because someone else posted like a tweet and they said Game Bread Boxing 4 paid its 26 fighters a combined 2.83 million. UFC 276 paid its 24 fighters a combined 2.54 million. So Game Bread paid more to their fighters than the UFC did to a pay per view event. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? It's a money laundering scheme. That's fine. But what, what the fuck? It's What's like great Amazon. The they, they never make money. They're just always growing, but never making any money ever. Yeah, that's weird because you don't, you got to make something. You can't just keep running zeros. Mm-hmm. Uh, who the fuck is that? Was that the one FC that keeps running super negative? Yeah. I think all these companies are. I mean, the UFC. If you look at them from a business standpoint, great business model because they're super fucking profitable. You're running whatever 35, 40% profit margins mm-hmm. in a sport where that's they're they'd have to be the people making the most amount of money out of any fighting league ever. Because I think boxing is on the lowest end because the boxers take the fucking lion's share of the money and then everyone else gets the, a little bit. But fuck, I don't know how he's doing it, but good for them. How's that? Maybe that's what he wants to be going forward. Just a, a fucking boxing promoter. Could be. Mogul. Unless he's just, I don't think he's bankrolling it with his money. He's smarter than that. Mm-mm. But yeah, someone's in the background funding him. Maybe he can fund us. I'll take Maybe. some of that. <laughs> <laughs> 650 a show. <laughs> Yeah. What else is happening? Uh, are we allowed to show bare knuckle FC face offs? Uh, if they're yeah, show everything, I'll figure it out later, (laughs) (laughs) or they'll tell me what works and what doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, Luke Rockhold, Mike Perry. Here we go. Uh, we have our good friend, uh, yeah, this is fine, Jail Sonnen doing his little introduction. Here they go, doing the little face off, little friendly banter, kind of like Luke's Luke's, uh, jacket. It's pretty cool. I would probably wear something like that. But, and then Mike Perry's like, mm, you know, yeah, I and, I, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I got something better for you. I'm going to pick my nose and wipe it on you. And Luke's like, hey, man, I didn't even notice that. So, yeah. What do you think about that? 
<laughs> well, I've, I've, I saw like some of the back and forth between them. I'm kind of surprised like how composed Mike Perry has been. But I think it's because he knows he's fucking built for this sport. Like yeah. he's going to wreck Luke Rockhold <laughs> like so bad. Yeah, it's going to be should. so bad. Um, I forget when this is. I think it's like the end of April. April like 29th. 20th. Yeah. April 29th, yep. Yeah. So it should be a fun event. And I forgot. I think they're charging too much for this card too. Because I think back in the day, I, I want to say it was like 20 bucks and you got all the bare knuckle mm-hmm. fighting fights. I don't even remember what it is because I thought it was just an app on my phone and I would just log in whenever it was something interesting and see it. But yeah, he was very calm talking all sorts of crazy shit to Luke. I'm like, okay, man. Mm-hmm. Basically saying I've been built I'm built for this fucking sport and I've got a chin and we're going to fucking test them out and see how that works out for you, Luke. Yep. As I paraphrase. And then a little blast from the past. I saw George Sotteropoulos is having another oh. MMA fight. That's, that's, that's the story I was talking about before we started. Oh, okay. it's, where it's, are they now? <laughs> it's insane, right? Like uh-huh. there he is. When is this May 26th? So I was going to ask the question too of like, if I said, how would you describe George's fighting style? Like, how do you describe his fighting style? Oh man. It's well, number one, he has like the body, his body shape is very Ethiopian. Yeah. He's like skinny, but bony. And I, I don't know. It's like, Herky jerky. I, I don't know. Keith Jardine. Yeah, like there it is. Keith. Yeah, like Keith Jardine. He reminds me of that. Yeah, Keith Jardine. That yeah, makes... I was thinking if I have to go with one word, it's stiff. <laughs> it's like very, like, yeah. eh, very stiff. His motions, like almost like he has a back issue the way he approaches, but it's awkward. Herky jerky. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, you know, All he that. hasn't fought since 2014. He's 45 years old. You know, I just, you know, I don't know. This is just confusing for me why he would do this. Um, money. It's always money. Like, why else are you coming back, right? Yeah. You can make a quick, well, depending upon what organization, maybe a half a million. I mean, again, I always think, well, you're headlining a card is probably a couple hundred thousand but who knows i don't know this organization i don't know how much they're paying yeah hex hex fights or whatever hex. yeah hex fight series yeah so and if it's on espn too that's kind of curious but anyway mm-hmm. but good to hear his name forgot about that guy you always wonder like oh man where's that guy at well, he's coming back for a fight they probably shouldn't take. True story for a lot of fighters. Yeah. Um, speaking of fights that maybe some wish they wouldn't have taken, uh, yep. they, I forgot to mention on the broadcast um, over the weekend, UFC 287, they uh, announced that that fight between Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald back from oh, UFC yeah. 189 is going to be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Um it took place in on July 11th of 2015, and if you recall, I think both guys after they were never the same after that beating they gave each other. I mean, yeah, I think that ended both of their careers as far as how effective both of them were in the cage. 
Yeah, I mean, Rory at one point didn't even know where he was, like, and he was still continuing on. Like, yeah. I think there's a classic example of somebody should have freaking thrown the towel in, <laughs> like, a while sooner. Probably. Those, they're both too tough, you yeah. know? They probably like, I'm took... not fucking quitting. Nope. I'll bleed all over you. You're going to quit? Nope. You're going to quit? Nope. <laughs> like, okay. Just keep going, man. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fuck. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense to put that one in the Hall of Fame, and it's also it's always weird that you can just put a fight in the Hall of Fame versus put a fighter in. I get it, it makes sense, especially if it's your organization. Fuck, that's a great one. And I saw that they just announced. Here we go again. We're talking about weird fights. They said Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena three for the bantamweight title. So are they trying to go uh, for like the record of lowest pay-per-view buys for an event? Maybe it's quite possible. Because I think Amanda has a bunch of those. Like yeah. again, I don't, I don't. This one, I don't understand why, but probably because there's no one else at 145. They've never, ever since the UFC put in a, a 145 women's division, they've never put any fighters on the website. It's only been champion. Because mm-hmm. they don't have enough people to stock that class, so yeah, it's fucking stupid. What else is happening? Uh, that's it for news. I have a couple of T-shirts I found that I want to share with you at some okay. point. So I got a handful of other things. So I saw the BKFC president. I think it's David Feldman. He just said that Francis Ngannou is asking for unrealistic money. Oh yeah, forgot about that. So yeah. that now that's three orgs. So UFC, Bellator, and now BKFC. So I again I think Francis said he was gonna try to do boxing, regular boxing next. Probably makes the most sense, and that's where he's gonna make the most money. And then either PFL or one FC, because they're they're probably willing to overpay just to have him. More, I would imagine more likely PFL because they're gonna start their pay-per-view series but yeah it just seems weird unless he just doesn't care and just goes oh i'm gonna try to box and well my concern is is that he's gonna tarnish his earning ability he might make a one-off like big payday but because of how he's playing this it might not give him opportunity to go anywhere else yeah it just depends how much is that big payday versus yep um high paydays right and mm-hmm. unless i mean i could venture to say maybe he makes 20 million in boxing depends i like i don't i don't know what the payout's gonna be it's gotta be over 10 for him to box yeah. and i don't i wish these guys would say what is he asking for what is unrealistic is he asking for 5 million a fight 10 million 20 like where is that number none of these guys will fucking just come out and say it yeah, well, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I I I feel like it's over ten if they're talking yeah. about that because yeah, I think the I've... UFC would have paid him that, you know. Yeah, and I forgot what they said he would have got, but I want to say it was close to that. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. And then speaking of the the bare knuckle fighting, I saw Bam Margera from Jackass challenge Johnny Knox Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine. Mm-hmm. To a bare knuckle boxing match. Jesus, are they no longer friends? Wasn't there a falling out or something? Yeah, I think Bam is just like a alcoholic or on drugs, and he can't 
wean off of whatever he's on and he just keeps going so you're just kind of watching uh i don't know what it is like those implosion yeah where you like they do those true hollywood stories of like whatever happened to this guy and he's just on the tail end of his fucking nightmare of uh whatever life is left it's it's just weird and then speaking of a screw loose did you see tiger woods withdrew from the masters because he had a screw had broken through his skin on his surgically repaired leg no yeah he had to he had to fucking bow out because i saw like a couple highlights of after he hit a shot and he's like hobbling to get back to like his caddy like oh my god he's just i didn't realize like he's that jacked up but I forgot. Yeah, he had a pretty fucking serious car accident where he rolled his fucking SUV and mm-hmm. like jacked up his leg. So he's he's still kind of fucked up. Yeah. I watched a little of that. It was interesting. But I, I, I watched it like right at the end. Because I okay. like I think I, I was who who won? Do you do you do you know? Uh Rom. Oh Rom, okay. That guy looked the guy I saw him play a couple holes uh, like on Saturday. He looks pretty tough. Yeah, I saw like the last four holes because I think I was on ESPN Plus to watch some UFC stuff. And then that showed up like, hey, do you want to check this out? I'm like, all right, I'll fucking check this out. What's going on? And I got suckered in. I'm like, oh, no, I can't be watching golf. No. This is supposed to be boring. I'm like, right. I was getting I was semi-entertained by that. I'm like, oh, no, I'm getting old. I might as mm-hmm. well start watching baseball like on TV. Like those are, I think, the worst sports to watch, like baseball and uh, fucking golf, just because there's lack of action for a lot. I like constant action sports, you know, mm-hmm. hockey obviously, and then football isn't always constant, but it's like there's shit going on. Yeah, a lot of breaks in football. I yeah, I mean I that's why I usually watch it on tape delay so I can fast forward through everything. So Makes it's sense. all action all the time for me. So you got you'd be tweeting back and forth. I'm like, I'm not even fucking responding because I'm like an hour and a half behind the game. <laughs> like that's funny. Uh, and then I saw this new sport. Uh, I know there's a new fight league out there, and I'm wondering if Dana White's gonna get into this game because you know you've seen the slap fighting, but what about this new one? If I can find it here, hang on. Ch-ch-ch not slap fighting but like slap pan fighting <laughs> yeah. i feel like i've seen this before at some point that's yeah. fantastic i feel like one guy's going way harder than the other <laughs> it's like um how do you like your eggs like i'm over easy <laughs> that's okay. pretty funny oh, oh my God. shit man like two disgruntled chefs like let's fucking work it out on the battlefield motherfucker. <laughs> that's pretty funny i like oh, it oh shit and then I finally found, uh, you know, we were looking at that fight. I think we can go as fight circus six. 
I finally found some fucking clips because I wanted to see the Siamese twin fight with Bob Sapp and Rampage. So I got a little highlight from that. I'm sure they'll be okay with us sharing us. And if not, they'll let us know. Well, here action. you go. Oh, nice. You found it. Keep an eye on the, the right side of Ramsap. Oh, he's, good he's, oh, he's an interesting fighter. See, he's going cross face. He's attacking both. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, nice uppercut. Nice uppercut. He's circling away. Oh, they're getting hit now. Oh, he's down. Oh, he falls oh, again. He's down. Rampage looks gassed. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> must not be like, doing all that road work like he uh, used to. No. <laughs> That's still and, my favorite of him. Like he's on that show dieting with Mike Dolce and they show yeah. him running and he's like, I'm running all these miles. I'm like, fucking you are not running. That's that's I don't know what you call that. <laughs> what like you're doing. Speed walking, man. It's like, he, yeah, he's funny. So, he, he hated cardio. Yeah. So they had that one. And then they also had this two versus one woman fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little of that. Hopefully we'll not be super too loud. Whoa. It's kind of hot. Kind of like this action. Uh, the music in the background is probably going to get copyrighted. Double submission, huh? Triple submission. I don't know what's going on where. I don't know. There's just punches. Oh, oh. she's cornhole in her. But you hey, should like you she should be going to kick someone in the, in the axe. Can you yeah, yeah, that happens all the time. You check their oil, you uh-huh. should be able to fucking kick them in the cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you get the action. But then I mean, it just amps up them there because then I saw this other fight. This isn't fight circuits. This is a three versus one Ingo. So one extremely large man versus three ladies. Here we go. This keeps getting weirder and weirder. Wow. So I don't understand the ladies because they don't look like they have much experience fighting. Because this dude's liver is open, his legs are open, because he's just focusing on one. They could also jump his back and fucking rear naked choke him out. I didn't know these <laughs> guys were in a bunker. <laughs> what are they wearing, man? What is happening right now? Right. You can't hit him in the belly. There's too much padding. Yeah, but those legs are weak as shit. You can leg kick the fuck out of him, but most effective, jump his back and take his neck. Or just run around the cage for a minute. Or, or push kick him. Yeah, he's going to tire out. He's already tired. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm done. But how, how big do you think that guy is? How much does he weigh? Four. 75. Yeah, he's over four for sure. He might have a heart attack out there. <laughs> he's turning purple. But I don't know why the ladies are waiting, too. They're just letting the one do work. Yeah. Everybody needs to attack at the same fucking time. He's big enough to pick an angle. Uh-huh. But And they never take him down, because I think if you just keep going, he's just standing the whole fight. So Anyway, these other countries are doing it right. Like You got to do two versus one, three versus one. Uh, that that's obscene because it's a, a very large fat man versus three ladies and wow i don't know what else to say about that no comment Scary. yeah yeah and then speaking of uh, a lady and three things here you go here's a lady submitting three baseball bats whoa You can hear it. <laughs> oh, that's frightening. I'm so worried because bats usually splinter. I was just waiting for the blood to start spurting. 
I figured she's taking one in a fucking artery for sure. Yeah. Well, a little KO of the week. Here we go. I'm these ready. are fuck. These are brutal this week. Okay, I'm bracing myself. Uh, I think we'll go a little volume. I don't know what countries we're in. This looks like kickboxing. There we go. Oh, damn. Yeah. He got cow whiffed. I don't know what happened there, but... <laughs> yeah, he woke that was... up halfway and then got knocked out again. Yeah. So we had that one. Let's check out this other one. Both fucking brutal. I'm gonna turn the volume down. This one's a little juiced up. Oh, nasty. Oh, that guy is shook. Like, oh my gods, might have to go clothes shopping. Mm -hmm. Oh, tweet of the week. This one will go to Elon Musk. He says, our landlord at San Francisco headquarters says we're legally required to keep the sign as Twitter and cannot remove the W. So we painted the W background color. Problem solved. Now they're at Titter. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking doesn't give a shit. Like Titter. Okay. And uh, apparently Mackenzie Dern has been spotted out in the wild. Just in case you guys are keeping track at home. Mm-hmm. Looking fantastic. And we got a couple fighters celebrating Easter over the weekend. Oh, shit. Well, I'll show this one and take care of it. I didn't realize what I was bringing up here, but apparently uh, Al Brook is saying happy Easter. I'm going to have okay. to fix that in post. <laughs> What's going on in the background there? It's like weird stuff on the ground. Like uh, a, guy, a guy tied up in her back. <laughs> it looks like a guy and or a lady. I'm not help quite me, sure. Might be a little three-on-one action. Mm-hmm. Then we have the blonde bomber. Wishing everyone a happy Easter. And those two are pretty good friends, too. Well, good for them. A couple Easter wishers, wishes. And a little ask the nuts. Ooh, we have a question. Well, it's just a general that I'll apply to the show. So this is karate combat. And it's, uh, what do you call this move? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Typically that lands. Like I totally saw that coming. I don't know what you call that. I'm just curious. What the hell kind of fighting environment is that they're fighting in? It's awkward. Yeah. Like slanted walls, really weird. Yeah, it looks like a great way to fucking wreck your ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canalage, you get for Canalage. Yes, I have a couple shirts. One of which I'm not sure if you've ever if you've shared before. I couldn't remember, but here's one. Oh, you're into pronouns, huh? Me too. Let me she them <laughs> today's <laughs> Timmy. That's one. All right. And the other one, I th- I swear you might have showed this, but I don't know. Oh, I think it was a guy wearing it. <laughs> I love sucking dicks with my butthole. Oh, yes. Nice. He looks happy. So I'm going to respect a woman who wears that. Mm-hmm. And then I got to, unfortunately, I got to turn the volume off on this, but fuck, because it's playing the Mission Impossible theme. So let me. Dumb. 
dun, dial this dun, down, dun, but dun, 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 uh, dun, I saw this kid. He's an expert dun, shot. Mom's painting the wall. Kids dun, in the background. Shoots dun, her right in a cornhole. Oh, he delivers the facial. Oh, my God. But I, I, did she get KO'd here? Because it's a know. straight in the bun, like in her cornhole. And then she like, like, ah, my back. But then she goes like right here. She stiffens like a board. She does. <laughs> and then takes <laughs> the guy's like, I'm out of here. So much come to the face. I would, I would be, I would, if I was that kid, I would move out immediately. Yeah, he's running away. <laughs> he's, he's smart. He's like, I got to go. It's death. I got, I got places death. to be. Yeah. But he was so spot on with that shot. He was. Oh my God. Mommy is not happy. Well, maybe she is. Yeah. She's probably used to that. Paint the town white, paint his wife white, mm-hmm. something like that. We made Cause it chaos, me. rock like Amadeus. Mm-hmm. That has been another edition of MMA Notes. My name is Eagle Weigel. Matt Groot, thanks for playing.